You're now listening to the Stop on the Corner podcast with Nick and Chris. And welcome in to Stop on the Corner podcast episode four. Take two. (laughs) So you guys don't know this, but me and Nick just literally riffed for about 20 minutes doing this podcast. Till I looked at and realized that this wasn't recording. So hopefully we sound better this second time around. It takes more than two to tango. (laughs) So, hello, Nicholas. How was your weekend? Well, during take two, I guess I'll say it was very good. We went to Tonewood. Our Saturday was pretty eventful. We did. Uh, Great place there, by the way, in Barrington, New Jersey. There was a gender reveal upstairs. There was a 30th birthday party. People had their kids there. There's a daycare. Dogs were there. It's a fucking petting zoo. Uh, and it's a pool party because somebody was shitting themselves next to us. Yeah, someone w- maybe was shitting their diaper and did not tell us. I'm not sure who. but uh, <laughs> That was horrible. Yeah, I had a, probably a few too many IPAs. They were just, they snuck up on me. By the time I got home, I uh, decided to play Madden in my room and uh, got to like the second quarter and then the oven went off and I'm like, oh, well, I guess my girlfriend's cooking something. I'll be a gentleman. I go take it out. It was banana bread. And uh, you know, when you're drunk and you can't like see anything the right way. Right. Like I, I had an oven mitt on my hand and I thought I was grabbing a good grip of the, the baking pan. And I guess I missed it, whatever I was supposed to grab. And the banana bread just went everywhere. Chocolate chip banana bread, by the way. And it was, it looked like a murder scene. There was just chocolate smeared all over the oven. I don't know how, but yeah, it was just all over the pictures, place. And it looked like that, that banana bread took a shit all over your oven. Yeah, it, it, it's, it was probably looked like the inside of that person's underwear at the brewery that was <laughs> farting around us. It definitely did. I just, I don't understand how it made such a mess. I burned the shit out of my finger. There was banana bread all over the fucking place. And uh, then I passed out <laughs> in bed for a few hours, and she woke me up to get ready for dinner. And uh, the next day, I, I, I guess I woke up, and the, my beer was in the fridge. I had brought home a beer and didn't even know. And then I finished that game of Madden. So, yeah, it was a good Saturday. Yeah, it sounded like a good Saturday. So, speaking of this weekend, did you get to watch uh, the NHL All-Star game or Pro Bowl at all? No, I just see clips on Twitter because I, I think that every all-star game now, it just sucks. I don't think there's any way you can make them better. I think they're just terrible all around. So you don't think none of them are worth watching? No, nah, I don't think at all. No, I don't. I mean, I don't either. Um, there's just there's, – there's nothing to them anymore. It's not really a game. It's just really an offensive exhibition. However, <clears throat> excuse me, I do have – an idea that I've, you know, kind of been sitting on for a while, you know, that I think there is a way to make the Pro Bowl better, at least a little bit more entertaining to watch. So my idea has always been, and it's been somewhat kind of like to what the NHL did, it's like your division versus division. So what you do is you take your Pro Bowlers from each division and they're on a team and you play seven on seven, you know, yes. you play interconferencely. So the NFC divisions will play the NFC divisions, AFC divisions will play the AFC divisions. And then it plan like a playoff format, kind of like how the playoffs go. And then so you have seven on seven, but like there is no you play your position. So like, you know, Jason Kelsey could be your quarterback or your wide receiver, you know. Yes. And they go and you know they play. You put the game on red zone. 
so you can so you can put them all on at one time so nobody's really missing anything and you can have like short fields like not 100 yards like you know 35 40 yards something like that and then uh i lost my train of thought for a second and then so like they play it out and no pads or nothing like that either like shorts jersey helmet you know what i mean and, and let them go play and, and and let it be more like backyard football and maybe it'll be a little bit more fun to watch and more enjoyable and stuff like that. I think it's just a different, it's definitely a different uh, take and different viewing experience for the, for the viewers. And I'm sure it'd be fun for the players too, to kind of get back to, you know, growing up, like everybody played as a kid, you know, they didn't always just play in leagues. Like they play, you know, on the streets. Like we grew up playing on the street, you know, picking teams and going from there. So I think it, it's at least, it's a different perspective you know, it's a different viewing pleasure and they have the tools to do it. You know what I mean? Just, I, I think it's worth, worth a shot. Yeah. I just, I can't get into any of them. Be the fucking game. I like, especially <laughs> like the, the slam dunk competition, like in the NBA, it's the same thing every year. Like they're just, whatever car they're going to jump over, it's a different car. They all, they he jumped over a kid. Now he's going to jump over a Range Rover. Cool. Like I, it's it, how many spins is he going to do in the air? It's it's the same shit. Like it's yeah, just not, I, don't, I think those are one of the things that they're not going to be able to improve. Like I, I just don't see how the dunk contest gets improved. Um, yeah, three point shooting. Like I think he went through his legs. Whoa! I think the only thing you could do on, in the three point contest is nobody's ever not missed a shot. You know what I mean? So like they have that to strive for. Um, the skills competition. It's it's cool. I kind of I kind of like the celebrity all star game. That's pretty cool. Um, and the the rookie rising stars like those guys are you know trying to put their names out there and stuff like that. So that's pretty that's pretty cool to watch. But other than that, NBA all star game there's no saving. Uh, Pro Bowl doesn't really seem like there's any saving. And MLB all star game, you know, I mean exhibition baseball is probably as much fun to watch as regular season baseball. So. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. If you love baseball, you're watching it no matter what it is, you know. But getting yeah, so they don't they don't do the home field advantage thing anymore, do they? I don't think so. I think they did away with that a couple of years ago. If my memory serves me correct, I think they did away with that. I think they just thought it was, you know, it's run its course. It hasn't made a difference, and uh, they have. Yeah, and I I won't even watch that anymore. I mean, not that the, like it would matter. Like the Phillies, they don't go to the playoffs anymore. It's, it's been what since like MySpace was invented that they went to the playoffs. Yeah, it's been. So, I don't, it's been over 10 years now. It does. It's been a fucking long time. 2011 is a long time ago. What year is it? Yeah, so. I would also like to apologize to Pats fans about what I said about Mac Jones. He seemed to be the only person that cared at the Pro Bowl and was trying to actually play. He, like, ran extra far just to do his gritty in the end zone. It was terrible, but at least he was trying. Like, he seemed the only like he was trying to play. I think that was the only effort in the game was was he just wanted to get down there. Because you see how fast he ran down there? He was on his horse. Yeah. I think he couldn't wait to do that gritty. I think he had learned that this, that morning. Jackson Mahomes probably told him that before the game. He probably said, like, listen, this is how you do the gritty. And then he did, and then he did it. So, yeah, I, I hope that Mac Jones has a semi-good career now. <laughs> more gritties from Mac Jones. Yeah, more gritties for Mac. <laughs> So uh, the other day I was listening to Nickelback mm. and uh, it was the, this is how you remind me song. 
Okay. There's like lyrics in the song, and it reminded me of that guy from uh, Seattle, my gabagool that took the TV from Target. When okay. uh, in, in the song, when he's like, uh, "Never made it as it was, man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing, trying living like a blind man." And then I was like, "Imagine you're blind and poor. Like, how? how what kind of quality of life is that? Imagine you're that guy." trying to take something from target and you're blind like he's trying to take that tv uh i'm taking his tv with me sir those are uh actually batteries oh i'm taking this ps5 then no those are diapers <laughs> like he's just grabbing you put me to electronics please <laughs> just grabbing whatever you can and it's just not not what you think it is yeah he's like, i'm gonna go sell this 70 inch on ebay oh sir it's a 32 inch yeah. <laughs> and then i'm like well, Helen Keller, she was deaf and blind. And I'm mm. like, how? I thought like she was just famous for that. Like, I didn't know, like, she actually like was an author. Like, she actually fucking wrote, I guess, like wrote a book or something, I guess. She was an author and she like spoke out, like, she was like poli- real political. And I'm like, but how? Like, I'm trying to like wrap this around my head. It's like that kid from TikTok that, like, I forget what his name is. It's like Joseph or something. He makes like those conspiracy theories one. He's like, Hey, oh. and he's and i feel like that would be the one like if she's deaf and blind how is she an author <laughs> like yeah, I, I know exactly, I, don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about so what i think is even more incredible is the woman that actually taught helen keller you know she had to teach this young girl who was deaf and blind and to help her be the intelligent person that she was enough to write a book yeah, what's her salary? I want to know what her fucking salary is. <laughs> Who the hell knows? I mean, I can't imagine it was much because I think that was quite some time ago. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how any of that was possible. Like, there's people, there's people that uh, can can see, but you would think they're blind. Like Sam Darnold, who can't do simple things, and she's writing books with no, I don't. Like you can't hear or see how how are you moving? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> My mind is blown. Well, maybe what the Panthers need to do is hire the woman that taught Helen Keller to be quarterbacks coach for Sam Donald. And then maybe you gotta be on the right path. He should just start tying a bandana around his eyes when he's at practice and throwing the ball. And and it might be the same result, or it might improve his like senses. I don't know. Like I got to try something. Maybe he thinks we're still in the movie Bird Box with Sandra Bullock where everybody's running around with blindfolds. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe he's like just Haley Joe Osmond grown up from the sixth sense. And he really is like seeing fucking dead people on the Listen, field. it might be like Bird Box where, you know, Matt Rule might get behind him and just open his eyes and be like, look, you got to look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's an open receiver and it. If, if you look, there's an over receiver, but in his eyes, he sees like three guys that died in like the Revolutionary War, like just standing <laughs> around the open receiver. He's seeing different kind of ghosts. What kind of ghosts? No, because no, you know how like you said it when they get hit so many times. Oh, uh, yeah, it, yeah. You're seeing ghosts out there. Uh, so, I thought you were going to give like a specific type of ghost. I didn't yeah, know. Revolutionary War ghosts. <laughs> or the. The war at Gettysburg, maybe those yeah. kind of guys. Oh, God. Yeah, it, it, the All-Star game been bad, but... Uh, There's no hope. They all suck. Yeah. Don't watch them, guys. 
All right, so I'm going to get into my top five. And feel, top five free, feel free to chime in. I'm doing my top five <laughs> Marvel movies. Now, this is my opinion. I'm not going off of, you know, box office records or anything like that. This is just strictly my opinion. Wait, so, you're not going so, off of what? I'm not going off of, like, uh, box office records or anything like that. Like, I'm not listening... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listing anything like that. I'm going off of my opinion of the top five Marvel movies. Now, disclaimer, I haven't seen with Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. And uh, and I haven't seen Loki with Falcon and the Winter Soldier or what's the other series that came out? Black Widow? No, I've seen Black Widow. The other series, oh, Hawkeye. I haven't seen no series, but they're not the Marvel movies anyway. But this is pretty much, it's, it's all from the Infinity Saga except for one. So my, my, this is number five. And we're going to go back to the movie that started it all, 2008, Iron Man. That's your number five? My number five. Oh, my. <laughs> you, got, you got some or you want me just to keep going? Let's keep going. All right. Number four, I just think the the relationship between the two characters in this movie gave it like the comedic relief that you kind of needed in in the series because it was getting real heavy, getting real serious. But Thor Ragnarok is my number four. <laughs> You're buzzing me. No, honestly, that I, I could see that. I, I they might be in my top five. I was I thought it was an underrated movie, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's funny because if you look, it's actually one of the higher grossing movies. But yeah. it, I just think the movie in total was, you know, was perfect. I think that's the best Thor movie. Oh, hands down is the best Thor yeah. movie. Um, so number three, if we're going to get a little controversial here. Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home? Is, <laughs> is, is my number three. Great movie. All right, I like that. Great movie. The, the ending was a little depressing, but you know, spoiler alert: having Tobey Maguire, who was the Spider-Man we grew up with, and Andrew Garfield, who I felt like was an underrated Spider-Man. I actually thought he was a really good Spider-Man. Yeah, um, I like Tom Holland the best, but you know, having them three in the movie together was really cool to see. Seeing you know. Doc Ock and Green Goblin and then Electro. Like I just think having them all in there, you know, it, it was a really, really, really good movie. The ending was a little depressing, but I think overall was a, a fantastic movie. Number two, I have Avengers Infinity War. I mean, I, I don't think, it, I think it goes without saying, I think now, I, I seen Infinity War, you know, by myself. And I went to the movies by myself, went to go see it. And when I left that theater, I was kind of like, how? Like, how are they getting this all back? Like, how are they moving this story forward when you just wiped out half of the Avengers? Can you wiped out half of the world? Like, how does it go from here? Yeah. And then all those questions kind of get answered in my number one movie, Avengers Endgame. That's I, your number one? That's my number one. I number love one. I love Endgame. I love it. It is, it is one of my. That's your number. Really, that's really your number Endgame one. Endgame is my number one. Yes. 
Endgame and Iron Man are the only two Marvel movies that I've seen more than five times each. Really? Yeah. So, so like, is, it, is it really the best movie or is it just the ending is the best? And the no, it, it's my favorite. So I think when you're talking about movies, you got to consider like the whole movie, like everything about it. Yes, mm-hmm. everything about stuff it. like that. I've, I enjoyed Endgame beginning to end. You know, when they get in there and, you know, you see them kind of like life as you know it, you know, seven years after the snap and, you know, how life is kind of going on. You know, like when Ant-Man comes back from uh, the quantum realm and he's walking around and like you just see like, you know, houses, lawns are overgrown and trees are hanging low. And like you could just tell like half the population of the world is missing. You know, I, I just think the story that it told, the fact that, you know, Tony, you know, has his family, you know, he kind of figures it out, you know, you know, doing the time travel, you know. And then through the America's time, America's ass. Yeah, America's ass. Like through the time, like having them go back and do all that was was just incredible. I think it told such a great story. You know, they get the revenge on Thanos. You know, and it kind of sets it kind of sets the mark for everything moving forward. I don't think No Way Home is as good as it is if you don't have Endgame the way you know the way that it is. I think as those movies go go on. The story t- storytelling gets better and better and better. Hmm. Okay, all right. So now you time for my top five. Yeah, yeah. Give me your top five. All right. This is actually tough. I'm actually still thinking about. It. I might just have to improvise on the spot. I don't know. Here you go. Go for so, it. So number five, I guess I'll have to say. You know, I'll say the the original Avengers. Like the first one, yeah, that's my top like, ten. That's probably six or seven for me. Yeah, a lot of people don't put that like in their top five, but because like, you know, there's a lot of like recency like bias and like people just get caught up with the newer stuff. They forget like that that was like the first one. And it was actually like really good movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I would put that number five. Uh, number four, underrated as hell. Guardians of the Galaxy, like. I don't know how anyone couldn't put that in their top five. I think that the whole storyline and everything and the characters, it just goes together. It's just great. I liked one, two, I was a little meh on. Like, I was just like. I think two people just like Baby Group, but one's the, the good, the really yeah. good movie. I'm excited for three. Yeah. But yeah, that would be my four. I think it's underrated as hell, and it's just a really great movie all around. Uh, three, Spider-Man No Way Home. I, okay. I when I saw it, I was like immediately like this has got to be top three. I just thought it was like the acting was like top tier. It was you know the nostalgia of having like Toby and Garfield in like and then them like working together like like the shot of them like running off the tower and like diving down like together like everything yeah. about it like the everything about that movie was just like put together like really good. And and they give Toby and Andrew Garfield their their redemption too. Like stuff that they couldn't do that they did yeah. in the movie. Like when Andrew Garfield sta- saves MJ when she's falling off and he couldn't save uh, you know from his own movie, you know when uh I forget her name. Uh but when she falls, you know he couldn't uh, Gwen, when Gwen falls, you know he and he couldn't get to her and save her. You know, they kind of give him his redemption, you know, in no way home. Yeah, and it was just 
like and it was one of those movies where like it, it can almost make you cry like get the waterworks going like it was really dramatic pretty intense did you see like, especially no way the home ending in the theaters? huh did you see no way home in the theaters yeah did, did the movie theater go nuts when angel garfield shows up and then toby Maguire shows up oh uh, yeah yeah it, i went with my girlfriend and my sister we went to go see it and uh yeah the, the movie theater just and you knew it was coming you know when like they start with the portal opening and stuff like that so you knew it was coming and the whole movie theater just went crazy I actually seen a video online and it was somebody posted and they were like, I think I seen, I think I seen the wrong movie. And you know, when like Toby comes out of the portal, mm-hmm. well, like someone like edited the video where like it, the portal opens and then like for like a split second, it's someone in like a Spider-Man costume, like having sex real quick. And then they got the video off. It was like, I think I saw the wrong movie. <laughs> But yeah, that would be my number three. Okay. Uh, number two, this is tough, but uh, I gotta go. Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, Winter Soldier was just another one of those movies where just everything about it was good, like the fighting, the storyline, and everything. I, you know, Winter Soldier, I think is a great character, and his whole thing, like with Captain America, like that whole dynamic, it just and like Captain, like that was was that the elevator scene from that movie. The, that whole meme. I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It made it, it made it a famous meme. Like it was just yeah, great movie all around. And uh, number one, Infinity War. I just think like, yeah, like the Infinity War, like the whole movie. It's it's it doesn't seem like it's it's like action a lot, but it don't seem like it's like forced. Like it seems like natural. And yeah. like Thor's entrance was like the best entrance I ever seen from like a superhero in the in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it was just it was just really intense and like it, it made you like want to keep watching it and it has so much rewatch value. And especially like it's probably like the first movie I ever seen where like at the end like the bad guy wins. So yeah. it was like it was like a different take on it. Yeah, like yeah. I, you never really see that. Yeah, like I, like I said, like I walked, I went, I watched seen Endgame and Infinity mm-hmm. War by myself. I watched them. I went to the movie theater. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to have to answer questions, you know, or anything like that. I went by myself to go to the movies and seen it. And when I walked out of the movie theater after Infinity War, I was, I was kind of like speechless. And I like, and I kind of went home and like, I didn't know what to say. Like, I didn't know, like, I felt like it was lost. Like everything was over and it's just a movie, you know what I mean? But like, just inside that room, I was just like, how, like, how does it get back from here? You know what I mean? And then, and when I walked out after Endgame, I kind of almost had tears in my eyes because Iron Man is my favorite of all the of all the superheroes. He's my absolute you favorite. Bitch. So when he, <laughs> you know, they have they're having the funeral for him. You know what I mean? I, I'm starting to choke up. I'm like, well, goddamn! Like I got no more Iron Man. No more. Why don't you grow up, you little bitch? <laughs> it's funny because actually a couple of weeks ago, so well, my, for Christmas, my sister bought me a little Lego set, and it's the Infinity Gauntlet. So I sat down. You know, my girlfriend was going for the night. You know, the kids weren't here. So, you know, I sat down at the table. I put Infinity War on. I started building the thing. And I was so busy watching it. I only got like halfway through it. So I put Endgame on and finished. And I watched both movies while I was building the Infinity Gauntlet. Really? Yeah. I'll have to send you a picture. It's pretty cool. 
Good top five, solid top five. Yeah, I, I, listen. Did you have Winter Soldier on your top five? No, Winter Soldier. It's in my top ten. So like, just that a, is just, criminal. Just that a quick criminal. round out, like, like in no particular order, but like Guardians of the Galaxy one is, uh, Winter Soldiers in there, the original Avengers, um, Civil War, and um, yeah, I, I was gonna put that in the top. Five. That's that's probably like six for me, honestly. Yes, Civil War was you know was up there, and um. Sorry, and then the original Captain America. Yeah, it's a shame because Iron Man such the, is the best character, and I watch two and three just because I love the character of Tony Stark and Iron Man. But two and three, as far as movies, were not good. Although the dynamic between Iron Man and the kid in, in Iron Man three was pretty, it was pretty funny to watch. And tells him to stop being a little bitch and stuff like that. So. <laughs> So, uh, what's your opinion on this new Batman movie coming out? <laughs> Listen, so I grew up watching the Batman movies. Michael Keaton to me is Batman. Michael Keaton will always be Batman. You know, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yes. Over Christian Bale. So growing up, Christian Bale played a very good Batman, and I, I was forgot very... you're forty years old. No, fuck you. So <laughs> I. I wasn't crazy about Val Kilmer. Like his Batman was okay. Yeah, George Batman was okay. Ugh. Like, it, but you're also dealing with you know late '90s, early 2000s. You know, Batman. Although the one with Tommy Lee Jones was that Batman Forever with, with yeah Harry and Tommy Lee Jones. That wasn't an act. That was actually not a bad Batman. But the Dark Knight trilogy was was perfect. You know, I really don't think there's any better way to to put that trilogy other than perfect and it gave it an ending like there was a there was an ending like you know he's off in italy with with um what's her name the girl to play cat woman you know and he's just gone and he's done alfred's free and he's free and he's free from all the bullshit and they keep bringing him back like i i get it they're trying to compete with marvel and stuff like that but like but like why in particular like, do you just not think this bat you don't think it'll be good or you're just you don't like robert pattinson as batman like i well one I, he's just not a convincing batman for me what do you mean by that like he just when i see robert like unfortunately for robert pattinson it he's the twilight vampire he's a twilight vampire and that's it and like unfortunately some people some actors get typecast into these roles like if i told you, you no know, i would just like to throw this out there r.i.p don't want to disrespect the guy but Heath Ledger, we all know him as the Joker, right? Yeah. He was in Brokeback Mountain. He was. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> right. But if I told you the name Christopher McDonald, does that mean anything to you? Who? Christopher McDonald. Who? Yeah. Now, if I said the name Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. It's Christopher McDonald. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, there are some people that just play a role that is so great or so iconic. Like I don't, I never seen Twilight. Me personally, I think Heath Ledger's role in Brokeback Mountain was more iconic than the Joker. Yeah, well, I I see him as the cowboy. I'm more of a Joan Hall guy, but I see him as the cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) I only know, I only know those two in the movie. I don't know anything else about that movie. I know, (laughs) I know the A Cowboy movie featuring Jake Joan Hall and and Heath Ledger. But also, like Ben Affleck, like he was, he was Daredevil and sucked then he was batman and he also sucked at that ryan reynolds was green lantern 
sucked at that. Now he's definitely. But they, but they they all they all look like they would be a good part for that. Like you know what I mean? Like right. doesn't Ben Affleck look like he could be a good Batman? He was the worst one. So yeah, he was he was okay. Maybe George Clooney was the worst one, but he's top three worst. But so the the problem is is and I think this is a part of the problem with the Batman movies is it's so watered down now, right? Like there have been so many Batman movies, you know, where they this become... one has like a different take on it though. Like yeah, it's I different... know it's supposed to be a little bit darker and stuff like that. Yeah. But like it's still watered down. Like how many how many ways are you going to rewrite the same story? You know what I'm saying? Like Batman, you know, his parents were killed, you know, in an alleyway. You know, he's raised by his butler. He this rich, you know, guy with you pretty know, cool he, fucking guy. He's this rich guy with you know demons that he's trying to overcome, and he uses you know the bats as you know his persona and stuff like that. Like it's watered down. Like if they remade Marvel movies the way they've remade Batman, it would be the same effect. Yeah, but isn't it this? Is don't they have like the same story, like stories or whatever? It's it's a continual storyline, like. If the yeah, like they, they got to go off like the comics. They all have like the same, I guess, like certain storyline that it's supposed to like be about. Right. So what I'm saying is, so is if the 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton and the 2022 Batman with Robert Pattinson was a continual storyline, you know what I mean? Like even though the Batman's change, you know what I mean? But it was still on the same story arc. Then maybe it's a little different. But to keep you know, rewriting and rewashing the same superhero character all the time, like it's kind of lost its luster for me. And on top of that, like they can't. the The great thing about Marvel is they they nailed their casting. Everybody that they have playing their roles, they've nailed it. DC has not done that. As, is this one of those movies that's part of like the DCU? I don't, I don't know if it's exactly because I, I don't think Joker was with Joaquin Phoenix. I don't think that was a DCU movie. No, I didn't, I didn't see that movie. I heard it was great. I'll give it. You never saw Joker. I didn't see it yet. No, like you you really have to for 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 me to watch a movie. I'm not a big movie watching guy. Like I've, I've just way more things I'd rather do with my time than sit in front of the TV. How are you criticizing the Batman? Like movies? Because I, I know enough, you know, about (laughs) movies and and what I've seen. You know what I mean? I just, I, I just can't get into it. Like, there's nothing about that storyline anymore that's going to say, oh yeah, I got to see this. And guess what? He might be the best Batman out of all of them. But for me personally, since you asked me my opinion, as I just can't. I can't see Robert Pattinson playing anything more than a glittery vampire from Twilight. And it's an iconic role that he was in, you know, uh, who the kid who played Harry Potter is going to have a hard time doing anything else because everybody's just always going to see him as Harry Potter. Sometimes you yeah, just play these roles. That's different. That's, that was like way bigger. He had like, he made like eight of those movies. Yeah. I, I understand. Well, he, would they make four Twilight movies, five Twilight movies? Uh, to be honest, I don't know, but uh, the, the problem is he played a role that was so iconic that, and this goes for a lot of actors. It's just hard to move on to do something different and and not still be seen in that original role. 
I mean, a lot of a lot of people have like big roles like that and still like move on. I mean, there's there's actors that have like that are like on TV shows for years and then they start like making movies and shit like that. Or like there's actors that are in movies and now they're on like TV shows. Like it, you 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 just gotta like not look at it that way. You you can't be like, oh, I only see this person, like because they're they're just they're just actors. Like they're just play, they're playing a role. Like remember in the original screen movie when uh when the Fonz is the principal and everyone's even like oh look there's Henry Winkler no you get the fucking Fonz playing the principal in a, in a horror movie you know what I mean like I don't know about you but when I see Henry Winkler I see the coach of the Mud Dogs Bobby <laughs> Boucher <laughs> with a tattoo of Roy Orbison on his ass <laughs> yeah. so so you're so you're hype about this Batman movie. I th- me personally, I think it's gonna be good because when the Joker movie came out, like I actually like love the Joker movie. I think it's great. I, I would highly recommend you go see that because it's. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give it a shot. Yeah, and it's like really dark. And I remember telling people after watching that movie, I'm like, you know, the next Batman movie that comes out, it would be cool if Joaquin Phoenix was in it, or if they did another Batman, it should be dark like this one. Like they should follow in like the same like model of this movie. I don't. I'm not sure if it's rated R or not. The one you know, I saw the preview for it, and I did not see. So I went to go see Jackass Forever. That's where I saw the preview for the Batman movie, and it's actually called The Batman. And yeah, well, it's, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, but it looked it looked like it was supposed to be the darker side of that story. Time. Yeah, I think he's going off well, the Riddler, and there's a Catwoman in it too. Yeah. Um. So. They're I, trying I, to make it like a like a dark like detective like movie, and I actually seen the trailer and I seen they showed a clip from a scene from the movie, and I I honestly I got that vibe from it. Like it felt like that. Like I could just tell when a movie's gonna be good. Like I I know this movie's gonna be good. Like yeah. honestly, I just I just feel it. Maybe maybe I'll watch it just to dispute you. Dispute it'll, these nuts, but it, it'll be pod material. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ready to move on to our favorite segment, Nick? Sure. Little Gabagool or Gabafool. All right. This is Gabagool, Gabafool. If you haven't listened to the podcast yet, Gabagool is someone who's doing good, trending up, whatever. Gabafool is someone trending down, doing bad, or just being dumb. My Gabagool for this week is Zeb Powell. He's a guy that was in the Winter X Games. I don't really watch the Winter X Games or any of that, but I seen the clip on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy, like, I guess when they're snowboarding, they, like, go down a big hill and they go off this ramp. And he had one of his buddies, like, lay down and, like, put his board up in the air like it was, like, he was acting as, like, a ramp. Yeah, so he, he, yeah he went around the big ramp and then went off his friend's board and did, like, a front flip flying down this hill, and it was – I don't know. It was really cool. I don't think it was the Winter X Games, though. I think that's the Winter Olympics. I think, I think the- I'm not sure. what. I think it might have been the Winter X Games, to be honest. I'm not sure. I can't imagine they would have the X, Winter X Games and the Winter Olympics going off at the same time. Be kind of foolish at ESPN because nobody really watches the X Games. Yeah, I, I just I just seen it online. It was the X Games. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just I thought it was I thought that was really cool. I, I, I seen, seen that clip. Like it that was before. it was an awesome clip. I'm not sure if they do that a lot in the X Games, but I just 
I don't never watch it, but I thought it was cool. Before. So <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, I think the last time I watched any X Games was when they came to Philly mm-hmm. in two thousand and two thousand one. And then yeah. it was like, last time I seen the X Games. All right, so for me, my gobble ghoul this week is Eagle safety Anthony Harris. Um, so a fan had reached out to him, a young girl. I think she was eleven years old. She lost her father recently, and reached out to him, and he showed up and he took this girl to the father-daughter dance at her school. And, you know, it was on TMZ. It's out there in the media. I don't think he did it for the notoriety. I mean, you guys can tell he did it, you know, but he made this little girl's father-daughter dance, you know, memorable for her, you know, filling in for, you know, her recently deceased father. A little heavy, but I think, I think it's definitely worth, a story definitely worth sharing. And then uh, I'll give you my gobble fool for the week too. And it's, uh, those lovable losers down in Houston, the Texans. My God, they cannot be any dumber. <laughs> they were getting ready to hire Josh McCown as their head coach. A guy who has, you know, 18 years in the league, none as a coach. Getting ready to hire him as a, as a head coach, which, okay, you want to fuck that up, that, that's on you. But what made it even worse is, is they didn't because of the Brian Flores lawsuit, which is, which is a heavy subject. We're not really going to get into that, you know, but because of that – Ryan Flores lawsuit. They said, "Oh nope, we're not going to hire, not going to hire this guy." You know, I think they interviewed Flores again, and then decided not to hire Josh McCown, and then they hired Lovey Smith, you know, as their head coach, who is a very qualified guy to be head coach. But they got scared out of making her out of a decision, which they shouldn't have been making anyway. But got scared out of a decision. And yeah, Josh McCown's never even been a coach before. I don't even know why he would be a fucking candidate. That's just like stupid in itself. Because they, they, when the Eagles, the Eagles, I don't know if you remember this, put him on their practice squad this year. They signed him and he was on their practice squad, but he was, he didn't have to show up. Like he was like Zoom meeting in, you know what I mean? And he was kind of just doing that. Well, the Texans signed him off the Eagles practice squad. So he was on their active roster. So he was in the organization this year, but he, uh, he has no experience as a coach though. Right. Exactly. So they were going to hire him as a head coach, which is mistake number one. And then number two, they tucked their tail and ran. And now they look like giant cowards because of this lawsuit. Like if you're going to make a decision, stand by your decision. In in this, you only kind of prove Brian Flores's lawsuit to be accurate and correct and have that and validate so i mean you know you know that their team's not set up to win right now and at the end of the season they're just going to fire lovey smith and then hire mccown that's what they're going to do listen they're stupid for not hiring brian flores anyway because deshaun watson wanted to go to miami because he wanted to play for brian flores so why go through you know all this trouble? Hire Brian Flores. You can keep your franchise quarterback once he's done with all his legal problems. And now you don't have any of that. Problem. He should be in Rikers Island right now. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Rikers Island's a little extreme. If no, if, not for him. If he's guilty of what he's accused of, then yes, twenty-two, twenty-two women though. I mean, if it was like one or two, maybe you could be like, uh, I don't care if it is just maybe they're lying, but twenty-two. That's like Bill Cosby numbers. Listen, if you're guilty of if he's guilty of what he's accused of, he should be in prison. Lock him up and throw away the key. Who's your gobble fool for the week? My gobble, my gobble fool. I'm sorry for this week. Is we are commanders. 
The Washington Commanders. I mean, I don't, I don't understand who came up with this idea. It's fucking stupid. It sounds dumb. It's cringe. It, it just sounds like when you used to play Madden and you like made a team and they gave you like those generic names to like slap on mm-hmm. to like create a team and like Madden. It's just dumb. I don't know what they were thinking. Like, and and the guy in the video, like they're trying to get this chain across. Like, oh, sounds better every time. No, it doesn't. It gets worse every time. You should just go back to being the football team. That's that was actually better than this. Honestly, it really was. They stole the farmers insurance jingle. Yeah. On top of that, their pro shop leaked the name the night before it was supposed to be revealed. Did you see that? They had like they had like those glass roof windows or whatever, yeah. and like they had commanders real big sitting right there. Like, why? What the hell are you doing? You could have, you could have came up with any like any other name, but you came across commanders and thought now they're they're gonna call themselves the commies. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers have the the terrible tails. They have the comrades. Yeah, oh, comrades <laughs> basically. Comrades. Congrats. Good the jobs. Yeah, they- they fucked up. You know what? I've seen, you know, a lot of people were on there on, on Twitter and stuff like that, like throwing their suggestions out there. And I've seen some pretty good ones. Like I've seen, you know, like the Red Wolves and stuff like that. Like I even seen like one parody one where, you know, they just changed the logo. They were still the Redskins, but instead of a Native American, they were a potato. You know what I mean? You're better off being a Redskin potato than you were the commanders. Yeah, seriously. You're really, I think that you're right about that, honestly. I don't know. I just thought that was like really, really dumb. That is one hell of a gobble fool. Yeah. All right, Nick, lay it on me. This is highly recommended. My highly recommend for this week is a restaurant I went to Saturday night, actually, after the banana bread incident. Ooh. After I was was woken up. (laughs) uh, This place called Steak 38. It's in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Okay. If you're like driving to the Cherry Hill Mall, you'll always pass it. It it it's hard to like spot because it looks like it's like next to a like motel or hotel or like it looks like a motel itself, mm-hmm. but it actually is a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't guess it by driving by it, but like the food's actually like really good there. And like I actually, you know, they have good Italian food there. So no Olive Garden for me. I'm back in the Italian club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Welcome i'm back in the back. club <laughs> even back. though i had this weird interaction with this lady in the bathroom i was like i was waiting for the bathroom okay and she's telling me about how like one of her friends is like snorting coke and she's like oh i wish i had some and then she tells me like she's like 70 years old and i'm like what and then she starts going on about how her husband died and she's like oh i miss him god bless like I'm just trying to go to the bathroom and take a piss. Like I don't want to talk keep to banging out lines in State 38's bathroom, and you'll you'll be meeting your husband real soon. <laughs> What'd you say? I said she keeps banging out lines in State 38's bathroom. She'll be meeting her husband real soon. <laughs> well, I don't know if she was, but she did say, "I wish I had some." I'm like, "Well, you're 70, so I don't know about that." Probably not but, a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> just go. So to the I, I gotta I gotta recommend as well. So. It's a little nostalgia factor, but like I said, this weekend, you know, Friday night, me and my girlfriend went to go see Jackass Forever, and it was everything I remember Jackass being. Like it came out twenty years ago. I was a I was a freshman in high school when it came out, and 
it just it brought me back to being a kid again and, and watching that for the first time. I mean, their antics never get old. I mean, there was way more penis scene than I than I care to share or care to share that scene. But it is what it is. But you know, just seeing oh, just seeing Johnny Knoxville and the boys back at it again, you know, it was funny. And they have they have some you know younger guys that kind of have joined their troop. They had you know a lot of celebrity cameos. Like spoiler, but Jalen Ramsey's in it. Uh, Francis and Ganu's in it. Like there's there's some you know uh, big name people in in the movie, and it, it was it was a fun movie to go see. It was a great way to go kill an hour and a half. You know what I mean? And with Valentine's Day coming up, it's definitely a uh, it's a good date night movie for you and your ladies. You guys need a good laugh. All right, maybe I'll go check it out. I would also like to, uh, I was going to say right after I was talking about this whole like bathroom story, it reminded me of like stories people like tell you and you're like not really trying to hear it and it's mm-hmm. like cre- creeping you out. Like I used to work a job at a night shift at some place and I remember this guy, his like shift was just getting done and he like came up to me and he's like telling me, he was like a waiter at a restaurant and he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, so uh, I was working at the restaurant last night met this college girl came back to the apartment he's like so anyway you know and like obviously i know what he's getting at and he's like yeah so in the morning i'm like i gotta go pick up my kid for school and she says to me oh you're just gonna leave me like that and he's like oh would you like it if i stayed and she's like yeah and then he looked at me and he just went and then he walked away and that was the end of the story (laughs) he just like left i was like what that was the end of the story. I'm like, oh, okay. People are the best. All right, before we get out of here, Nick, you got any predictions for this Sunday's Super Bowl? Maybe we'll reveal them Saturday on the next pod. Ooh, yeah, we, we absolutely couldn't. Wait to, way to tease it, Nick. Huh? I said, wait to tease it. Oh! <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank everybody again for, for listening, for hanging with us, you know, for a little bit. Uh, take two wasn't that bad, Nick. You, yeah, <laughs> you, even though we spent twenty minutes. Take two was better, actually. Yeah, we spent twenty minutes talking without recording. But um, <laughs> again, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review all the all the good stuff that you got to do. And uh, we appreciate you listening. In. This has been Stop on the Corner Podcast.